Hey, it's the Fosters After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're breaking down Season 5, Episode 11, called Invisible, which is what I also call my dating life. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh, hello, God. hello, hello! Welcome hello. back, everybody! Thank you. Another day, another <laughs> pimp, another, another child prostitute, yes. another After Show. And we're here, we're here. Let's do some intros. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I'm also on Twitter at JeffMasters1. I'm Hannah Pritchard. I tweet from at the Hotshot Dude. I'm Jillian Leff. I tweet from at Jillian Leff. I'm Stephanie Georgie. I tweet from at Stephanie Georgie. Amazing. Also, Jillian is on Twitter if you guys want to tweet with us. Jillian, what should they hashtag? Um, you can tag me directly or you can hashtag ABTV Fosters. That's ABTV Fosters. Yes. And if you're not watching live but want to, we do this at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time every Tuesday. Yes, mm-hmm. we is that do. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Let's <laughs> hop into this episode called Invisible. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, big moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did not see anything about his, U, not UTI, his TMI. <laughs> Very different. Jesus' yes. TMI <laughs> last week. Uh, yes. I think Jillian brought that up, that mm-hmm. we did not talk about that. So yeah. this was a very TMI, too, too much information? Mm-hmm. No, the right amount. Traumatic brain, TBI, got it. Oh. Oh. His brain, <laughs> we talked about his brain. I think it was good because we sort of got a different perspective. So normally we're used to seeing Jesus lash out. Um, and sort of like the mamas being extremely doting and that's the focus and his reaction has been the focus. Now we're sort of getting to see the inner workings of what's happening and how he's processing information, which to me was even more heartbreaking than the outbursts. Yeah. Oh, sure. That's a great point. Do we know who directed this episode? I'm not Does sure. anybody? Because the style was a little bit different, especially when dealing with Jesus. A lot in the cool. editing, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I really liked. It, like instead of us seeing his, seeing him react, like you were saying, it was almost like we saw the process with the editing into the way his brain was taking things in. Like the scene at the locker, like we saw the way reasons why he would be getting frustrated of instead of seeing him like just get frustrated and lash out. Mm-hmm. Maybe the editors cool. have just gone rogue. They're like, the show's ending, senioritis. <laughs> let's do what we want to do. Senioritis. I kind of dig it. I wonder, like, do those people get senioritis when they know that the show's wrapping? I, I would. <laughs> Probably. They've tried a lot of techniques. Last week they did that, like, you know, through the like live footage kind of thing. Oh, and this yeah. week they did all that different editing and like different zoom ins that I thought were cool. I think yeah. they're going rogue. Okay. What, what do we think of the aid, David? He sucks. Yeah, I'm curious as to why they're making him be such a jerk. Like, th- there has to be a reason, or he's going to be like, well, because you, you know, we shouldn't put an ease. I-, I don't know. What's the reasoning for it? Because it's too intentional. You're exactly right, and I don't yeah. know the reasoning, but I kind of appreciate it, because not everybody is good at their job, and not everybody has good social skills. That's true. Yeah. And so, yes, we could have used a little more coddling when mm-hmm. it came to Jesus, mm-hmm. but the fact that he didn't, I think, is just, like, interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just thought... Like, not even his lack of coddling, but I thought his technique in taking care of Jesus was interesting because is that even what his job was supposed to be? I feel like his job would be to facilitate and help Jesus, but instead he was taking notes instead of helping Jesus take notes. I don't know. I was just very confused at how he was trained to properly help Jesus. It just didn't seem like the right way to do it. Jesus made a good comment, too. Sorry for cutting about to cut you off. Um 
when he said, well, isn't it supposed to be the other way around? Isn't he supposed to be patient with me? Which I agree, considering I would, you know, I assume that he knows that he's going to be helping a a kid who has TBI. So then he should know that there are going to be frustrations that arise and that you should maybe prevent them from being worse. Well, I I think the whole point, it it brings it back to the end of the episode when they're sort of in that TBI support group. Um, He didn't coddle him. And that's... Jesus has been tired of people talking about him behind his back and not addressing him directly. And this guy is calling him out for his crap. Yeah. Every single time. And he made him sit in the, I think it was a math class, and finish a test. That is probably the best way for Jesus to learn. But uh, I think in a perfect world, he would have been like, you know what, if you want to learn and get better, you need to finish this now and not take it home and do it overnight. Yeah. Instead, it was like, Right, you Sit know down. what? Then that's. Sit I think down. that's. Like, I feel as if I knew right away that that's what he was doing. However, I'd love an explanation. Right, uh, you know, allow me to understand that that's the reason why you're kind of being, you know, somewhat hard on me. I agree. Yeah. Now let's glaze over Timothy the teacher and his new haircut. I don't think we need to spend that much <laughs> time on that. Does anybody want to mention it at all? Nope. I, he, okay. He looks nice. <laughs> it looks great. He trimmed it up. Good. I do actually have some comments about the the, the haircut. Age. The haircut. No, I oh, wish gosh. the haircut. Um, so Sarah Fortin tweeted, I think the aide is being like that because he's friends with Drooshbag. Mm. Oh. Oh, nice. Sarah, good one. Comedy. Um, Brittany Alyssa said his aide ticked me off, and I had aides growing up, and mine were helpful, not cold and unhelpful. <laughs> That's not funny. Nine, the wording was beautiful on that. Sorry. Wait, and then oh, and then okay, so then our fan Tanya, who um, who writes the recaps and yes. has the sister, I believe, that suffered the TBI, or she herself. Mm-hmm. Um, David was super accurate. They are awful. I had one myself. Super wow. ableist, realistic depiction. Wow. So, Dang. That's good to know. Thank you so much for uh, right. tweeting us that. Wow. Why is that, though? I... Probably because they deal with them a lot. So they're, they're like, there's nothing that we can do. They're going to have these issues anyways, but we need to get the work done. Man. You know, when people get frustrated, you know, it's something yeah. that's so habitual. Yeah, no. I, maybe. I love Twitter. That just yeah. that just cleared things up for me. Show me that. <laughs> okay, now we can move on. No Timothy. Next okay. subject. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're gla- glazing over her having AIDS when she was younger. <laughs> um, the support group allowed us the really nice moment between Lena. You know, all se- all series, not even season, all series we've loved the one-on-one Lena scenes where she gives a pep talk and maybe she cries or maybe just like a single tear and because of Sherry Somm in mm-hmm. her, I think, ability as an actress, these, um, the words don't sound cliche. Yeah. You know, like the love is love and mm-hmm. those lines like that, which are kind of like a staple of the show. I think in the hands or I guess mouth <laughs> of a lesser actor, you just kind of roll your eyes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that too, these people have been working together for five years and the writers become, you know, family with the cast. Everyone seems like they're very tightly bonded. And if they're good writers, they start... I mean, she she talks like that in real life. Yes. (laughs) That's how she... She's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, her as a person. So I get it. And I get... She's a great actress, and I get why it sounds so good. And I enjoy every single thing that comes out of her mouth. I agree. Yeah. While we're talking about Lena, there was such a big moment at the very end. With that ending moment. Oh, my God. Uh, the school. I was. I think the fact that, that this is the final season, mm-hmm. um, not think the spinoff won't take place in the same uh, world of the show. It'll be the world right. of the show, but not the world of the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been college years. So I'm thinking of the world of the show being in the house and in the school, and the next spinoff series will not take place in this world. I now have no idea if they're going to say the school or not. 
because I think the show is going to be ongoing. Of course they save the school. That's such a staple of the show. But now they don't have to save it for the series. No. I mean, it's definitely going to be a fast-forward situation. And it's not. I mean, they'll probably reference old characters. And some characters will probably be featured on the show. But this is a complete toss-up. I just hope that whatever Nick tells Lena creates some drama. Mm -hmm. Like, I love drama. Yeah. I love drama, Jeff. Jillian Liz for it. (laughs) I feel like they have Okay, but that's... I feel like they have to save the school. Let me back up before I have a tizzy Why? by myself. Um, because I still... I, I sense there will be a heartbreak at the end, and I still am going to stand by that there will be, you know, a death, maybe. Okay. Deaths. But, so I feel <laughs> we'll like... We'll talk more about that in a second. Right. So I feel like they can't... They can't break our hearts all over the place. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they really can't. Ooh, but you, can't I'm they? sorry. Would your heart actually break if they lost the school? Yeah! No. No. What? No. Because I think in that I'm instance, girl always. <laughs> we we like no. the school, but we don't have like an emotional connection to it, like a person. I would be yeah. like, if they well, lost because... the house, then I then yeah. my heart would be shattered because right. like that is like their emotional epicenter to everything. Right. The school is a char- a supporting character, right? And I support Callie's wanting of the school, but that's about it. That's why I want it because she wants it, not Callie. Mariana. Right. Mariana. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like if they lost the school, then there would be this beautiful moment that they would like do about the school and it would be heartbreaking and all these things and they'd talk about everything that happened in the school for these characters and the way it changed their lives. Yeah. And if they have that one moment, then we can't have another sad one with a potential death. Oh, I think you can get as many, as much sad as you want. Stop it. Oh, I yes. don't we're not into predictions yet, but like I'm thinking, you know, the episodes in the summer the last yeah. three are going to be how they pick up the pieces and end on a positive. Oh, wait. Note. Are the last three episodes going to be in the summer? Yeah. Oh, we know this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but I do want to mention one thing because, you know, we, we talked about the ending scene. That that scene. Oh, my God. Uh, such growth for Mariana. Mm. Going right to Lena and being like, yeah, meet this crazy, please. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm oh, not going man. there. man. We just all imagined her to do some stupid that no? is such a great point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But she went up to us finally. She was ahead of the game. Yeah. Also, girl. we've been talking about Callie's growth for so long because Mariana. she had quite a bit of way. No, Callie's because oh. she had quite a bit of uh, far way to go. You know, uh, from the Callie we met on episode one. Mm-hmm. But Mariana's always been mature, and so I just think it's great to point out that she's also maturing as well. Yes. And I, it's it's cool because obviously the writers set it up the the past two episodes with. Um, Emma, you know, being like, Mariana, Mariana, like, oh my god. Like, she and we're thinking, us, yeah. Like, she's gonna do something stupid again. Yeah, like, she's in this, like, psychologically abusive relationship, and she's, like, reaching out to this guy because she, you know, it, it just, I just love the switch. Dinner. I did not envision that at all. Yeah, me neither. Me, not for nothing, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be more meddling, but I'm glad they didn't, because as a viewer, that was so satisfying. I yes, know. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, how effed up that the writers have now crafted this experience where we are rooting for Sherry or Lena and the like the kid who brought a gun to school. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, yes. <laughs> Spill the tea, Nick. Yeah. Spill the tea. <laughs> what if the show Seriously. opens the next episode and they're just like on the couch drinking tea? I'd love it. He would have a tea and saucer. I love <laughs> the moment in the episode where. Uh, they were at the school tables outside mm-hmm. and the kid was standing on the table and Mariana gets up. It gave me like the Grease Summer Eleven oh, like, yeah. vibe I wanted. Especially when she stepped on those french fries. Yeah. <laughs> Step on those fries, girl. And she didn't even look down. I, I would have stepped on them and been like, oh my god, the fries. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I know. And then we find out so the school does, the ki- students want <clears throat> the school to stay, remain mm-hmm. where it is. Uh, it is up to the school board to vote. And then there is that scene where the school board president threatens Monty. Shady. What do you think Monty's position is on this and what will she do? She'll probably knock her out. Just kidding. Um, that woman is a nasty woman. Yeah. Ugh. Well, it just sucks because Monty's already, she's gone through so much, she can't afford it. That's why she said, I yeah. have to go. And when the school board said that she would call her and tell her about like things she's done, I, I, remind me, was it stuff with Sally and Sally's crush? Yeah, so that mm. plus... Then the whole thing The model... Lena falling yeah. in love with her, and like, then people thinking they were together. There's a lot of Monty people know drama. about that, though? Yeah, people, yeah because they, they, they spread, they sent that little tweet for oh, a second that was removed. Oh, Remember, yeah. and it was the picture of both of them kissing. Because, y'all, if you're watching... Tweet at Jillian and tell us why exactly everyone is mad at Monty. Because I know that Monty was on that small suspension. That's yeah. why they brought in Droosh. Yeah, Droosh. Uh, I, I, if I was Monty, I would call the new school board person that the school board ladies are friends with and lay out all the cards yeah. and say, this is right. exactly what's happening. They need my vote for this vote in order to save the school. However, this woman has told me that she will call you if right. I vote yes. Right. However, I don't want to also leave them in a lurch and have them lose a school. Mm-hmm. You're going to be my new boss after I resign. Mm-hmm. What do you suggest I do? And yeah. well, maybe you'll remember some times in your sorority house that she was just a sleazy, you know? They said, sorry, sister, maybe that lady was always like that. Yeah. Oh, um, Great point. The, the Monty thing was also the sexual education course. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, she was a lot. <laughs> she did a lot of stuff. But I think that the reason why Lena did, agreed to go to Nick's house was because the school board woman decided that she was going to play dirty. So mm-hmm. Lena was like, all right, let's level the playing field. I'm going to get dirt as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it, you know, necessarily, if that woman didn't come after Monty, I don't think that morally sound Lena would think that that was okay to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I, I keep, mean... I keep thinking and, you know, but this kind of stuff happens on shows so they probably won't go that way because the Fosters is always ahead of it. But the way that they've set it up, um, I feel like they've, you know, demonized this woman to some degree, which generally means that they find a reason to show her humanity in it all, you know what I mean? And like break her and then she ends up be like being like the deciding vote. So part of me wonders if whatever Nick is about to tell Lena may have some background on some of the members of the board who are voting against that Lena can kind of sit down and be like, ha ha ha, let me break your heart and open you up. And like, you know. And yet, have I taught you nothing? Let us not forget Bob theory. Yes. This school board director has a Bob. Evil. You are right. She's evil. Justina, we never had a redemption moment for her. Mm -hmm. Okay. If she's got a bob, she's got to be a bitch. It's true. 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 So far, the show has not disproven Mm -hmm. that. Especially if it's a red bob. It's it's kind of a reddish bob. If it's a red bob, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. It's bad. And if they're in heels, over. Red bob, stay home. Red Red bob, stay home. home. Wow. I want to go back to Jesus for one second. Yes, please. He had a really nice, friendly, platonic moment with Poppy in the school Mm -hmm. um, about her sweater. Mm -hmm. And then they hugged, and Emma saw that. Emma saw something earlier in the episode, too. Yeah, she did at school. Are yes. we setting up a... One, is this going to be a triangle? And two, do we think that Jesus and Poppy will have a thing? Like, will they develop feelings? Maybe it's Mariana's friend. He's had feelings for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Jesus. True. That is a great point. I mean, yeah. Poppy... It's on brand for him. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Poppy has a lot going on, mm-hmm. so I don't know necessarily if a boy is a, a good thing to happen to her right now, but... They did kind of have a moment when Jesus and um, Emma were broken up, 
and or yeah, they were like weren't together. They were always kind of like flirty, like at that cute. warehouse party. Yeah. They kind of, so like there was obviously some sort of like attraction there, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's going to stop. But I also don't think Poppy would ever disrespect Emma because Great. she's on thin ice with everybody. Right. I also feel like <laughs> Poppy knows the stakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, her sister might be deported. Her parents yeah. are being detained. She's not about to she, rock the boat in any way. She ain't going to screw up. Also, I get the attraction. Poppy, the actress, is gorgeous. Yes, yes. she is. I'm hoping, though, that they may present us with, uh, Jesus. like, Jesus hasn't had a friend in a minute. Like, maybe he'll just find an actual friend in her. And, and a girlfriend. That, and a girl. That's not right. a girl. And he friend. does and he does well with women. That's just what he's kind of used to, you yeah. know? So the show does a great job of also presenting mature relationships and people who don't fall back on stupid cliches of high school shows. So it would be a great opportunity to have a platonic friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. Between the sexes. Yeah. Is do we know anybody that signed on for the spinoff though? No. I mean they've only okay. announced Mariana and Callie, but mm-hmm. I announced Poppy. I was gonna say I just have no facts for it. Yeah. If Poppy's coming over with him, which makes sense to me as to why she's being fostered, you know what I mean? It, it all kind of makes sense in my brain. But if that's the case, then maybe they are setting up a Jesus Poppy thing because Jesus may be coming with and maybe. our dear Emma child may not be able to continue on the show. With the show. Possibly. Well, if that's the case, then then they're just building a foundation for them to be able to get into that serious relationship. I have to wonder, too, that when they're creating a brand new show, they it's obviously it's going to be a spinoff, but Mm -hmm. they need it to be different enough. Right. So I know that they're talking about who else will come, but they also I think they purposefully will want to create a series that is also its own entity Mm -hmm. and not just a fan like reunion show for the masters. Yeah, that's true. I agree. We'll see. Mm-hmm. The news will come out. Mm-hmm. They're still in talks. Yeah. I'll retweet it. Don't I'm worry. so intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimena is still at the uh, church. Yikes. Yes, she's roller skating. She's painting. That she's church on has a little a gym. break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, little auditorium. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was skating around like the sanctuary. Then I was like, oh, this is a big church. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not that bad. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not. Um, why I wanted to bring her up. Oh, because. I was wa- watching the show with Amena and Poppy. They're uh, they're showing these storylines that need to be seen mm-hmm. that are so deeply uh, affecting in our society today. Mm-hmm. But given that they're also employing people of color, not this show, but almost every other TV show, you know, has a race problem where they present white people and white problems and supporting characters. And so I think it's a great opportunity, to, like for people of color to be cast in roles mm-hmm. to play queer people of color which we see in such small rates even with queer, queer representation and then I think that the next phase of that is going to be casting people of color in roles that are not specifically people of color only right. like these two roles had to be <clears throat> like Latina women yeah mm-hmm. and so I think they're now setting up these two actresses to be able to go out for those roles because they'll have like this show on their resume so mm-hmm. I think it's very exciting to watch these two girls because yeah, I think they're absolutely. so talented they yeah. are and they really do look like sisters. They, they do. Exa- I, the whole time today I was thinking, did they cast them? Like, are they? They're not, no? No, they're not. Right, no, not really. they're no, igualitas. They look like sisters, and Grace and her mom look like parents. Yes. Yes. child. But that's Shia's mom. Who's Shia? Adora. Shia Mitchell. Shane Mitchell. Shay Mitchell? Uh, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Shay. <laughs> I, my brain's not working. I'm and like, Shay, I said her wrong, so. <laughs> so you're right, Shay Mitchell. Interesting. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars, sorry. Yeah. Not familiar. Um, with the art teacher <laughs> and the um, that storyline coming back with Callie mm-hmm. in the portfolio, <clears throat> what do we think is going to happen? Is she going to get into this art school for dreams? 
No, because she's got to go to L.A. Is, are we, is the spinoff <laughs> definitely taking place in L.A.? No, I don't know, but... I thought I read that. I thought I read that, too. No, you guys spoke about it last oh, week. Maybe we're making stuff up, but the, this she's applying to San Diego mm-hmm. College. Or UCSD. UCSD. A, a college. A university. I didn't even know they had an arts program. I thought UCSD was, like, super medicinal. Isn't it? Is it not? No, I think it's just a, nor- I guess, a regular university. with a lot of yeah. things. I think that the way that they set up that conversation with the art teacher and... Uh, my, why am I... I'm like Maya. Callie, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, the way that they set it up, her saying that they don't really... They frown upon transfers and they want... Students who are art students who know that they love art and want to do it right from the beginning. I think, in my mind, I would love to see um, Callie turn down that opportunity and still be like, you know what, I don't care because I would like to go get experience and experience the world to make my art better. Because uh, to me, that's always like kind of an artist mentality. You know what I mean? Well, here's my thought, and I especially felt this this week when she was recording Jimena skating. Mm -hmm. I think she's putting together a documentary about Uh, her and about the Dreamers, and I think that, you know, that is art, and Mm -hmm. hopefully she can sort of meld the two together, but just so we can stop talking about it, the spinoff does take place in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, Mariana and Callie will be exploring different sides of the city. Mariana will be involved in the tech world, possibly Silicon Beach, while Callie will continue social work. Both of them will be faced with challenges of working in a cultural divide while pursuing their dreams. Um, that is it. That is the only stuff that. that's been said. Wait, different parts of the city. So mm-hmm. they might not be in the same university. They might not even be They university. might not even be in school. This Callie, might be after Mariana school. Mariana is going to university. Look at no, her. No, low-key, Callie will most likely get accepted, but then get an offer because of the documentary that she does, which then leads her to move to Los Angeles because the issue is very large here in Los Angeles. So then that'll spin her off. And Mariana will eventually figure out what school to go to and then be accepted to and then go to But it. don't be so close-minded. Maybe they're not even in school. Maybe this is after school. You I, have to oh, think right. of the possibilities. Uh, they look so young, though. But that's what I'm saying, but that she could still be going oh, to wait, Los yeah. Angeles oh, to oh, learn. Oh, oh, that's a great... So you're saying that maybe Callie does go to UCSD for four years, but the spinoff will take place in five or something. Yeah, or, ha- or after they graduate and they leave. And yeah. all I'm saying is, like, technically, Maya Mitchell, the actress, right she cut her hair in a bob after the show wrapped. These so she's out of the So, like, oh, I don't know. Bob theory, Bob theory. I don't know, By the way, she looks so good. Yeah, she looks really good. <laughs> So maybe Freeform is experimenting stuff. So yeah. Oh, you just sounded post- Latino right there, Jeff. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Ashkenazi in me. Ah, okay. Um, so, oh, that's an, I, I never even thought about that. So this could be a post-20s, or in their 20s life. Yeah, because yeah. you have to think about it. So the actresses are both in their early 20s, and when you graduate college, you graduate at 20 or 21. Right. That is the age they are, so like... They, they're, they're, they, I, they could I, be... They yeah. dress them very young on the show. Right. That That is what they do, so hopefully... They're that, not going to do another college show because they have grownish on the network. You're right, and that's mm-hmm. that would be another great way to separate the spinoff from the Foster's TV show yeah. is this yeah. time jump. So we're going to see internships. Mariana's internship with the tech company somewhere here in Los Angeles, and then yeah. and I, Callie's going to be in downtown LA. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I, I know that not everybody you know even goes to college, but I just think like they're setting up themselves up for it because we've been talking about it so much mm-hmm. on the show. Your mom goes right. to so, college. Oh, this is opening up so many doors. What does uh, that mean? It's your, from a movie. 
Oh, great. Open your mind, Jeff. Open your mind. I am trying. I love how we all have basically just been, like, writing the spinoff for them all. We're like, no, they're going to do this, and they're going to do that, and everybody listen in. And no offense to the writers, we wrote The Fosters. (laughs) (laughs) We manifested almost everything that's that's happened in this series. Remember when season one, I was like, I'm so excited for next season when they do the high school musical, (laughs) and then Romeo and Juliet happened? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Um, tune in on social media after the show because we're just going to pat each other on the back. Right. <laughs> we are waste your time now, though. Oh but um, I'll do a big Twitter thread of how great I am. Um, retweet, retweet. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not kidding at all, though. Verified. Um, okay, Callie, I like the one line where she says, I don't have your confidence. No, I, I don't have your confidence to Jimena because she actually does have confidence. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't know it about herself. Yeah. And I think that's such an interesting insight for somebody at that age, for the, the writers to write that. Yeah. Because she is confident. She has yeah. a ton of confidence. She's the strongest person that I know on television. For real. She's been through a lot. Sure yeah. All and she, television? She takes on big roles well, for herself. I don't watch a lot of TV. Uh, but still, but still, like I, I just think that for, for how much she's been through at the age that she's been going through those things it's pretty intense like yeah. I can't imagine being that young and going through all that stuff yeah, yeah, it's well, a I lot keep... for a white girl I... <laughs> I'm, that was I'm sorry y'all I'm just saying we be going through some shit too so... <laughs> but, but that is a lot uh, let's I'm compare playing. our struggles I'm kidding um, you, no you're, you're right totally you're both care. right everybody's right um, but especially me and something that I keep returning to is when Peter Page was on our show mm-hmm. and said that there is a bout of uh, non-reality with the Callie character Mm. because he believes that um, based on life and work Mm -hmm. and the facts that like if a girl her age went through what she went through that she wouldn't be in in her position. It wouldn't be going this well. Yeah. And um, I think that's something to like remember. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. to bring the mood down a bit. No, that's great. Just to make me sound... Correct. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yes, that has a huge yeah, yeah. point. Can we bring it back up, the mood? Oh, I'd rather stay down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This week on The Bachelorette, Shut up. Mariana yes. has three suitors. <laughs> Who will she give the rose to this week? Find out next week. I don't know. I, I'm I'm very shocked that this is happening. I am so excited, though. This is thrilling. I agree. She deserves it. I love it. it. Damn, and they were sitting there looking so sexy to me, too. So we're we're talking... (laughs) And flavors. We're talking about the preview for next week. Also, this is something new that Freeform has been doing, but instead of doing a preview for the entire episode, they've been giving us like a 30-second clip. And I think it's so smart and just refreshing. I like it. Just to be like, oh, we don't need to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't have to. Um, no, you're right though. The Mariana storyline. So we have Logan, yes. who is now single. We got the that ginger. line on the porch. I was like, okay, daddy. I know. We yeah, also he's, have he's so cute, Matt. Yeah, so cute too. Matt Ladybird Rodriguez. What's yes. his last name? Killed it. Um, Ladybird Rodriguez. Jordan Rodriguez. Did everybody see Jordan in Ladybird? Yeah. He was so good. I haven't seen Ladybird, but I cannot wait to see it because of Jordan. He outacted all nine facial piercings on his body. Yeah, he had True. a lot of facial piercings. Um, that movie is so special, but I digress. <laughs> so we have Matt, we have Logan, and we have the third person Wyatt. whose name is Wyatt. Thank you. Wyatt. I'm thrilled to have Wyatt back. I'm not going to lie about it. This I thought he was so hard for he her. He is also matured. He had, yeah. gave her an apology. Mm-hmm. 
He know, he knows the rule. Yeah. Edible you have to buy edible arrangements. They're yeah. expensive. They they're are. Expensive. That was pretty sweet and quirky, but he sold his hair. He's like a lot it. of money. <laughs> he sold his hair. Yeah. Shh, it's a wig. <laughs> it's a wig. Wait, is it really? <laughs> no, I'm oh. joking. <laughs> I was like, Chile, I need to talk to you off mic. <laughs> <laughs> I also, she potentially has Nick. She's still in the picture. No, no. This, yeah, this right. is like the goodbye tour of every guy she's ever dated or Cali's ever dated. Right. Wyatt. True. Also, that. these writers have given us the great switcheroo. Uh, where Wyatt is firmly Mariana's guy now. Ah. Oh, where we don't have to associate him to Callie? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I love the fact that in the preview, the writers made it clear. Like, I love a strong teenage woman who sits these guys down and is like, I want to date all three of you. I don't want to settle. I- I'm I'm not ready for that. Like, I love the strong honesty. I do, too. Because, like, it happens, well, it happens all the time, whether male or female, you know, that kind of thing. But it's generally done secretively. And to, like, straight up be open about it and be like, listen, I'm not in a position to be exclusive with one person who's on board to to date me and I'll date all y'all. I mean, yeah, but yeah, right. And I I, know. I'm saying this from like a bitter standpoint, like so, like how would that, re- like how does can that happen? Like where they're going to be about it? Because Jordan or Matt had the most realistic reaction, right? Where he's like, "Great, so now this isn't going to happen." The other two are like, "Okay," and he said, "Okay." What? So well, I'm unfazed by it because I come from the queer perspective, and this is such like a queer thing to do. Is it? Really? You're yeah, because right, I know a lot of my buddies have poly it's, relationships. Yeah, poly. It's open relationships, and not any one open relationship looks the same Mm -hmm. because we can create our own rules and so thinking about Mariana who are her two biggest role models in her life two queer women her moms it just kind of like makes sense to me that she thinks like I can get away with this not not, that it's something bad but I can do this that sounds better what were you going to say Jillian no I just I mean we have to remember like the reactions were genuine because Wyatt is like a silly stoner and Mm -hmm. of course he was like okay and Logan Really, just wants to. He's, he's competitive. And he, yeah. he wants to date her. And he so thinks he's like, he can yeah. win. Yes, and right. Like, and Matt and is Matt enough. is shocked. Matt is like, "Wow, I really thought I had this in the bag." But I'm thinking he's still going to say yes, and then obviously he's going to back out of it because, like, yeah, I think that's just very like Matt shocked. to do. But yeah, he. I think he's genuinely shocked because he thought like, "Oh, this girl still cares about me so much," which she does. Right. But she deserves to get what she wants. Right. I, I think that it's. It's Ugh, the modern dating. Mm. It's modern love. Like, I need my modern love column about it. Just because it's everything that she's trying to do with these guys and they're ag- agreeing to is what everybody already assumes is happening. Mm-hmm. They just haven't discussed it with the person they're dating. Sure. Yeah. And I'm talking about early on, by the way. You right, know? right, right. Yeah. Also, like, dating nowadays is so different than when we dated when we were younger. Like, dating to us, like, <laughs> was like, oh, we'd get, like, a text one text like hey how is school today or like a phone call or like hey do you want to go to the mall on friday night and hold right. hands and like maybe oh, and, and make school, maybe mean. like yeah. french kiss yeah before my mom picks me up coming from the person in a long-term relationship too yeah. <laughs> let me tell you about all the people i'm courting and like their garbage personalities <laughs> let's go down my text message chain we'll Actually, start at the top please okay. oh, i'm like ready <laughs> wow wow no, but like it's just it's just so different like for I'm her courting. for her to just sit down these three dudes and like say what she's gonna say like that to me is so 2018 like that is not how it would have been back in the day it would have been confusing as hell Mm -hmm. and weird and we would have talked on AIM that's not around anymore 
I just dated myself. But like, yeah. We've <laughs> been gone less than a year, though. Okay, it's fine. Great. Yeah, like that's where we would talk. We'd like sign on the computer right after work, right after school. Yep. Um, it's just different, and it's I enjoy so, it. It's so different. It's so fun and so amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. Let's continue going through all of the different dating lives um, of the characters because mm-hmm. there's a lot to juggle. So we mentioned Mariana. Callie and Aaron mm-hmm. are also having a friendship. I just love him so much, yeah. and I love them. I really do. I, I love Callie in this. I love her a lot in it. She's so... She's funny to me. Well, no, she's, it's just she's so sweet in regards to knowing her feelings and accepting them and then letting him, she wants to know about something but then also is like, Ugh, let me fall back real quick because I'm not allowed to be that way. I can't worry because we're not supposed to be together. Also, I, I've, I've spoken about the historical uh, significance of this trans character being on this TV show. I'm not going to go into it again, but I will say that... A thousand other TV shows use the trans character as spectacle. Mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. fact that he's just another character and it hasn't come up, not because they're hiding it or avoiding it, hasn't come up just because Because it, it doesn't need to. to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It we, is so powerful. Not that, not to give it unimportance, but we don't care. Right. Right. Which is what's incredible. Because we like the character, because we were allowed right. to like get to know him. We're all him. invested. Yes, exactly. Like, okay, we get it. He's a girl, awesome. But like, what's happening between you and Callie right now? I you just know? can't like, think that's of another important. show on TV with a trans character, specifically a trans male, because of their um, less yes. visible in mm-hmm. pop culture. Um, it just, it kills me every time. Yeah. It's amazing. I and, do love it. It is wonderful. Yeah. So what he said, what did he say about the blonde woman? Gabriella is his friend and that, and that they're just friends and that's that. I... I believe him. I, I do, too. too. Yeah, so do I. He's, I think, he can... Yeah, he's got it. I think Callie, she has this, like, overwhelming sense of calm when she's with him and yeah. clarity. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Like, she had the same sort of attitude when she was on the beach. And they were both, like, honest and not overtly flirty, just kind of, like, friendly. And she's laid her ground more than once and this is what she wants and he is respecting what she wants Mm -hmm. and I just found that to be so important because they obviously want to be around each other they're just not ready to be with each other in that way and hopefully it will get there one day the feelings are so intense I mean the friendly scenes like you just there's so much between them Mm -hmm. and I love that yeah I'm so surprised by him saying I don't want to date anyone else right. you know it's one of those like too good to be true okay so you're you're waiting for me yeah truly like fr- as friends yeah. and we're just kicking it and whatever but yikes you know also, I in think, a perfect world <laughs> I, I think going back to her being so calm and relaxed around him mm-hmm. we different people we date bring out different sides of ourselves mm-hmm. and He's she's dated people her age before. He's bringing out this really mature, confident side of her where she gets to be this grown up. She doesn't have to like play games. Well, the older soul in her, the, the you know, that's definitely a part of her that's real, and I think that's what's nice and what brings her her calmness because she still really can relate. And because of his, all of his di- the um, adversity in his life, is that the word, the term, whatever the the things that he's gone through in his life. I think that that's what we used to say. That's why her and AJ had such a connection. But it still allows him to be on her level. Like he knows what hardships are. Yeah, and they actually never have to talk about it. Like I felt like between her and AJ, yes, the chemistry is palpable and everything, but. Their struggle was constantly being talked about. It was like they were constantly going through it together. They were constantly dealing with things and having to lean on each other. And I feel like her and Aaron just bring 
it's almost like they can breathe with each other. They're present. With, yeah. yeah. And they can, they don't have to constantly be talking about their different struggles or whatnot. They just can kind of sit with each other and comfort each other in their struggles. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Yeah. And she's having a lot of issues right now. Um, like go like what to do about her like future and mm-hmm. college and whatnot and he is in or working on college right now so he kind of has you know answers yeah, which is nice to turn to of course uh it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with aj because we know he's coming back this season too. and it was also a point of contention for them and it always has been so i wonder if that will continue yeah i don't right. know Totally. So next foster sibling who's dating, let's talk about Brandon and Grace. Mm -hmm. What a little lover he is. That's all we've known him to be this entire series. Yes. I'm scared for him. Me too. He's going to be really hurt. He's just such a sensitive soul, and I just feel like he just wants to give, give, give. give, give, We saw him giving in the show. Give it, Brandon. Sorry. (laughs) X-rated, Wait, I know, I know X-rated they, given. I know That's you're joking, up. but in every other TV and movie, it's always the girl going mm-hmm. down on the guy. I thought yeah. I found this to be so radical. Yeah, yeah. This, but it's so correct. Brandon's gonna be down there. Get it? <laughs> but I'm thinking about like we before you are experienced with right. sex, oh, you sure. look to like pop culture to tell you how to do it. Mm-hmm. And for years, men have seen TV shows and they're like, "Oh, a woman is supposed to go down right. on That's me." That's right. To do. That's true, and that's why little boys be it, trying to act like ooh. And, and like, mm, actually, and women see that too. So, like, yeah. this is such an example to be like, oh yeah, there's yeah. A, a an exchange here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but like Grace says, that wasn't sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are right. You're right. It's radical. It's radical. I It'd be interesting it. to see too what happens when her mom now moves in permanently. We'll see. I think. Yeah. Who knows. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, she'll die. Uh, I'm <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. Okay, next foster kid in love is Jude. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see Noah this time, but we did have the introduction of, I was going to say detail. <laughs> I wrote it down, Declan. 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 Yeah. Uh, we don't know yet. Wait, is the is the network he's a part of gay guys? No. no. Oh, I thought that's like, just Eminem. guys. He's part of Eminent now. Because remember, they didn't wouldn't not let Taylor on. Well, they didn't. They just needed. Um, they were looking for more of like, like a, skeptic, a gay male, uh, something oh. different. Yeah. You so know? we yeah. don't know at the moment what Declan's sexuality is. I guess, mm-hmm. although right. he's giving like sexy eyes. He said he gets uh, yeah, what he wants exactly, which generally means like I want you. Yes, or he's I'm like, spoiled. I looked you up too. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, whoop. I mean, I it's it's definitely flirty, right? Um, I just, he ain't got nothing on Noah. I just don't like to assign like a queer identity to anybody before they give it. Oh, right. <laughs> to I get me. that. And that's something that I discuss a lot on my podcast, LGBTQ and A. I'd like to now do a pitch for it. It's on iTunes and Stitcher and <laughs> also Spotify. It's an interview series. Look it up. Um, the New York Times said this quote. I'm kidding. Okay, but they did say something about it. But, okay, okay. Back. That's enough about me. Not me. Okay, Jude. Jude said this quote. A quote, which has been attributed to my podcast. I'm kidding. Okay, Jude said this quote. I know if I said I wouldn't do... I know I said I wouldn't do it if you didn't want me to, but I want to. <laughs> right. I just like that he thought that that was okay. He, can, yeah. he was also being honest. Yeah. He wasn't lying. So, And I was like, oh, he doesn't really get that that's not appropriate to tell your best friend. Right. Well, but is it is it not... It is, I think, just the way it was But I want to do it, but I feel like right. it's like in family or siblings, like, I know I'm not supposed to, but I want to. And then right. it's like, great, you want to, but no, you're not going to do it because <laughs> I'm not there with you. It, like, it also, though, it worked out in the end for yeah. the, the good. Yeah. That mm-hmm. they're all going to... Thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, so fun far. fact, we actually saw the scene that's going to happen later between... Stuff, but I can't say because it'll probably don't know. be next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went to set this summer we and um, they're filming. Um, and we saw Declan there. 
Um, they went back to that boat. Hello. Just yeah. kidding. Um, <laughs> Confirm. He's in it again. <laughs> okay. The last thing we need to talk about is a segment that I want to call, Is Steph Gonna Die? I know. My goodness. I just don't know if she's just developing these. I feel like she's having an panic attack. attack. Panic attack. Right. Well, like you said last week, her father had a heart attack. That stuff runs with the family. I yeah. think it's hurt arrhythmia. What is that? Like her heart skips a beat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Around me. Or she might have to get like a like a flutter or a pacemaker. Yeah, exactly. My worry is that Oof. when she was putting her gun away, she had to sit down. Right. It was like she was like. <sighs> You know, like, it just, it scares me. And the fact that she's not telling anybody about mm-hmm. it. And, like, when they were in that meeting with Jesus and the girl was kind of talking about you know, being disabled and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Steph was, like, her eyes were, like, bugging out. Like, she was listening intently. And nobody knows about what's going on behind the scenes. And now it's affecting her job. Yes. Which is a big deal. Yeah. It is. Like, I'm I'm actually scared. And, like, how much longer is this going to go on before somebody else finds out about it? Are they just going to find her, right. like, in an, in a state? Mm-hmm. Like, is Lena just going to, like... Is she going to yeah. be in a high-stress situation with one of these, um, like, young child prostitutes? Yeah. And there's guns, and she can't, like, catch her breath. She's not right. focused. Or, like, because I, f- I wasn't sure if there was, like, a trigger or not, or does it just happen? Because when she had to sit down in the bedroom, it was like putting the, I feel, the sound, the, the soundtrack that they put to it was a little different, and I felt like it was associated with her stuff, And yeah. but maybe I'm just doing too much right now. But yeah, when it's your, affecting your job, you need to tell somebody or get it checked out. And I think yeah. that that's going to hopefully bring back Mike to be like, hey, Steph, you are not, okay. you are not yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I really, I well, he noticed it once. I feel like if he notices it again, then he's going to be like, okay, what's wrong? Yeah. Or go to Lena, even. Yeah. I, I just hope that nothing, like, bad happens, and then that's how they find her. Like, she's in an attack, or she's in an arrhythmia, or whatever it ends up being. Um, and well, yet, she's, she's, not a, alone. she's a stubborn character, so it's mm-hmm. going to go on for a while. And we see at the end of the episode that nice moment that Lena, Jesus, and her had, where they're talking about you know, how they've been wrong this whole time about Jesus's behavior and how they've done everything wrong and they haven't approached it in the right way, even though they thought it was going to be helpful. And I can just see in Steph's mind being like, oh my, like another thing. Like, oh my God. Right. She seemed very overwhelmed. She seemed, mm-hmm. everyone was crying. It was a very emotional scene and it just seemed very overwhelming to her. And, you know, she, <clears throat> we always say that she's like the papa bear, right, of the family. She's the rock. And she's showing uh, you know, characteristics of what we see usually happen to fathers in the family because they hold not the burden, but the the weight of the family being the supporter, being you know that like on her on their back that they always have the heart attacks or the strokes or this or that. Like you know, she could possibly just end up having like a stroke or something. Right. You know, because she has already the pressure of her job, which isn't high intensity, and then just gonna cry thinking about it. Don't even I, like I don't know. It's sad. Well, which oh, is yeah, very yeah, real. It is. It is? It is. But it was true even in her physicality, I thought, in this episode with the, like, carrying the weight. She Everything does. Everything about her seemed tenser and, like, up higher. I don't know what it was. She's, all, she's stubborn, like you say, and she's very sensitive, and I do feel as if that she's constantly balancing those things in her mind. Lena's just always been such a a person, again, of, of understanding that there are always problems and that we have to deal with them, so it's like she accepts them differently. Yeah. Where Stephanie, we've seen her go through the process of trying to learn how to do that via Lena and via her family. Mm-hmm. So and she, now it's just a lot. That's correct. Here's a thought. 
this show likes to give us red herrings. Mm-hmm. They've given us Grace, who might have, who's leuke- has leukemia and is on this great trial, might die. Um, they've given us Steph, who's having these heart issues. What if actually at the end of the series, like they switch it up and like someone else dies, like a Lena moment, because we are not ah. expecting it. Ah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you just trying to be dramatic here at the end of this? At the end of this uh, show right now? He wouldn't be Jeff if I'm just saying. He's just trying to, like, have fan uproar. No, last I mean, week, oh my yeah, god, right? the, the dead mean, Steph uh, tweets that I got after the episode last week because of Hannah <laughs> that I got stuck with and had to deal with. So sorry, but all I have to say <laughs> is Bradley's father agrees with me. Oh, oh yeah, Raymond. You heard yep. it first. Love you, Raymond. So, it, I'll also say this, that when it comes to uh, show feedback, mm-hmm. be it YouTube or on Twitter... Uh, sexism is real, and the ladies on the panel get a lot more hate than I do. So if you want to say something negative to any of my girls, tag me too, okay? Tag okay? him too. Hashtag me too, okay? Or just tag trash me talk too. Jeff, because he lives for it. I live for trash. Uh, <laughs> okay, I have, no- leg upon that. Yeah, I have right? nothing else to say. Yeah, I, have, I feel like we've predicted this entire episode. There is nothing left to predict. What if, the show likes to be topical, uh-huh. what if just like North Korea comes and blows up everybody in the last episode. Let's go ahead it's and kind of realistic. get let's into predictions. Yeah, no, let's just go ahead and wrap the show. I think <laughs> I, we're good. I'm going to wrap it North up. Does anybody have this? anything else to say? Anyhaseo. Okay, great. Uh, Steph, <laughs> where can the good people find you? The good people can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. You can find me on Twitter at Jillian Leff, and I also host a podcast of my own called Boss Please. Yes, and we please. release episodes every Wednesday, and that is for all of the amazing boss babes out there. Listen to it; it's great. <laughs> I got nothing else going on right now, but y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude, and I'm on Twitter at Jeff Masters One. The podcast that I name dropped in the middle of the show is called LGBTQ and A. It's everywhere. It's also Bye. a lot of fun, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 